From the studios of WFAN on this uh, rainy Monday, this is Mike Zahn, Francesca on the fan on this September the 10th, the day after the uh, first week of uh, Sunday games in the National Football League. We're not through, obviously, all the drama yet because we still have to see Sam and the Jets uh, in tonight's uh, first game of the doubleheader. Uh, We also have the Yankees who right now have to deal with a lot of issues and still... And I'm surprised by this because the A's just don't seem to lose now. They have actually made this ticklish for the Yankees where there is now a chance. And I still don't call it a good chance. I'll analyze it for you a little later because I actually went through and looked at the schedules for the two of them uh, this morning. But the Yankees with the two-and-a-half game lead in the wild card for the home field in the wild card game. We all know they're playing in the wild card game. We all know the A's are most likely because Houston's been winning a lot too, though they lost yesterday in the wild card game. Uh, But the Yankees will have to hold off the A's and the Red Sox could have a very big say with six games against the Yankees, a very big say in whether or not the Yankees pack their bags and head to, of all places, Oakland. Not one of their favorite destinations for that wild card game. We'll get to that later. We, of course, start with the uh, Giants. And Eli Manning will join us with his uh, normal spot at 5 o'clock this afternoon. We all look forward to that. And, frankly, I was very much disappointed with yesterday's game. We talked for months about how how important this game was. We talked about how tough this schedule was. And even though you could make a little bit of a case of what you saw yesterday. And now remember, do not overreact. Even in the case of the Saints, where it was very easy for all of us to overreact, because everybody was on the Saints bandwagon, including me for week one, and the Saints, for some reason, just did not play even a hint of defense. They did score 40 points, but they did not play a hint of defense in a stunning loss, and there's usually one stunning loss in week one. They were the stunning loss. And although the Cowboys looked bad and their offensive line did not look good, we hit the night that yesterday morning where that could be the case. Even though those teams did not look as strong as they they might have, and the teams that they play the next three weeks all lost, that some ways makes them more dangerous in the weeks to come at home, not less dangerous. So do not think that makes this road of Dallas, Houston, and New Orleans the next three weeks any easier. And then, of course, Carolina, Philadelphia, Atlanta, and four of those on the road – three of them in prime time. So a very tough schedule and a loss that I did not want to see in the loss column. I did not want to see them lose this opening week game. I thought they really needed it. It makes this very scary here, and it makes it a treacherous next couple of weeks and an imperatively important next couple of weeks for the Giants. And it was a game they could have won and a game they got a very big break in because Fournette going out really was a very big Really big break for the Giants because the Giants were not doing a good job against the run. As a matter of fact, they were doing at best a mediocre job against the run. And I didn't think, uh, I think him being out of the game was an enormous factor because he's the guy that offense is completely built around. And it also makes them very, very much a team that plays a lot of second and third down in favorable distances because of Fournette. And him being out of the game, and he was running pretty much to his will, and he usually gets stronger as the game goes on. 
So I think that was a very big break. And the Giant defense played well in the second half. Their secondary played exceedingly well yesterday. Uh, their run defense, as I said, was very spotty at best. But then you get to the other side of the ball, and let's be let's see, let's be honest. Except for a couple, and really, especially one notable play by Barkley, this was a poor offensive game by the Giants. There were a few guys who played well. Beckham played well. It could have been better. Barkley was really almost a little bit Barry Sanders-ish like yesterday, if I want to use that in that in that description term, because it was like one, 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 boom. And that's how Sanders was. That's how he always was. He was like one, negative one, two, one, one, 58, you know, six, one, 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 82. I mean, that, that's how Sanders ran his whole career. That's not how you move an offense. Now, not to say he isn't explosive, he is, but he also, he, early on, he was tentative in, his, in, in, in how he ran, which you can expect against a good defense and also his first game. He also didn't get a fourth down that he should have got. He didn't stretch the ball out, which he should have, and he'll learn. I thought the Giants used him a lot. I thought the biggest positive, if I could take from the Giants yesterday, was except on a couple of plays. Shermer understands that he wants to get the ball to his playmakers, and he tried very, very much to get the ball, and the coaching staff tried to get the ball to the right people at really force-feed them, and that's what you want. You want to force-feed Beckham. You want to force-feed Barkley. You want to force-feed Ingram as, as long as he's going to hold to the ball, okay? And all that is a positive except for one thing, the offensive line has got to somehow get to a level where they are competitive and they were not yesterday. Now, Eli did not play well yesterday. I'll give you that. He missed throws he should have made. He had some drops. He had some bad breaks. He had some lousy protection. He also could have made a couple plays himself, so I'm not taking him out of it. It wasn't his best game by far. No question, he'll play better. But I still don't worry about him in the greater scheme of things. I do worry extensively about this offensive line, and I think they have to right off the bat. And I'm not just picking on Flowers because he did not, he was not alone yesterday. Nobody played well on an offensive line yesterday. And not every Flowers problem was just Flowers because there were times where they were in certain defenses and gave them diff- certain looks and certain blitzes where he had different. You know, he has to do different things where it looks like he screwed up, where he might not have really screwed up by himself. It was more of a team thing. But leave that aside. This guy is just not a good football player. They have got to take him out of the lineup and see if that will make this line better because they have to be tired of trying to cover for him, and he is the worst of what is a bad lot. So that's where you start there. I don't think they can wait to make a move there. I really, And I don't want to just pick on him, but I want to see the line without him. And, and listen, start from left tackle and go left to right. They all got to play better. None of them played well yesterday. None of them. Their offensive line was putrid. And it cost them touchdowns. And it cost them big plays. And then couple that with a couple of times where Eli didn't make the right, just didn't make the connection. Now, I thought the one in the first half was clearly, if they had just blocked it, he clearly had a touchdown. He just didn't get the play blocked, and it was the fact that they 
upset the throw more than anything else on that one. That happened a couple of times. We know what happened on the interception, but there were other plays where Eli could have made a play and didn't, and even some plays where he hooked up with guys where I thought he, if he had put the ball where he needed to put it, he could have had a bigger play or a touchdown. They had chances against a very good defense yesterday to score some points. They have the explosive tendencies that we all looked for. They showed them yesterday against what I think is a top-five defense. And let's be honest, the next time the Giants block Campbell will be the first time. We know that. I mean, he was just a pain. Now, he wasn't Mac-like, but he was still a pain in the neck yesterday. And you start here with this team. And we can talk about all the different things. I understand people wanted Beckham to field the punt late. You know, he has to make a decision whether he wants to use Beckham back there or not, or if he's just given him enough in a game where he's going to get plus 10 targets. Does he not want to give him, you know, that kind of responsibility? That's a mentality issue. There has to be things that Beckham has to agree to on how he's going to play the punt return game. So that has to be talked about. And listen, somebody doesn't make the play, they don't make the play. Okay? That's the bottom line. But the Giants lost the game long before that, and they had their chances. They had multiple opportunities. They easily could have won this game. I'm not saying they deserve to win this game. I'm not saying they outplayed Jacksonville. They didn't. It was, it was anybody's game. And like I said, they got a very big break with Fournette being out of the lineup because they did not handle the running game well. They did not. They were not doing well in, against the run when Fournette was in there. They did much better in the second half, and I thought the corners played really well. Now, Bortles is not a guy who's going to scare you to death. He's also a guy that they don't have complete faith in, and that makes it a lot easier to play a team that once they get a lead, they go into a shell because they think their defense can completely take over the game or, and they can do it and they don't have to allow their quarterback to be exposed to any mistakes. It's a very hard way to play in this league because, you know what, games come back. You know, you, saw, you see that so many times where you try and put a game in. You saw it last night. You, with the, well, that's against a great player also. But you saw it even with the Colts who, not that they got conservative because they don't with luck, but that they couldn't even stand up when they got a nice lead against the Bengals. The Bengals came roaring back on them and took the lead. I understand luck was about to put them in the end zone again when, the guy, when Doyle fumbled the ball, but that's a different story. Bottom line is, you know, you need to keep playing in the NFL. You, unless you have a very special defense with a great pass rush, you don't often get to put the game in the freezer and just not play offense anymore. The Jaguars want to get leads, and they want to just unleash their defense and not have their quarterback hurt them. That's how they play. So that plays into that a little bit for the Giants yesterday. So I don't think you want to look at this like, wow, this giant defense showed me a lot yesterday. They got a couple of big breaks. They were not playing a great offense. And they were not handling the running game well when Fournette left. Now, the Bortles play on the run, he's done that to everybody. Think about how many times he did that in the playoffs last year. He can be a sneaky good runner. As a matter of fact, he's more dangerous there than he is as a passer. And he did that a lot last year, remember the playoff games, where his running just broke people's back. So he can do that. And that's very hard to defend. It really is. But, and you just got to make sure you keep containment and play him a little bit where he, and you know that's a threat. 
But I think considering everything that goes on, went on yesterday, I don't look at this overly optimistically because I thought that was a game that they would get a chance to win. They did get a chance to win it, and they didn't win it. And I think this year, especially in these first seven weeks, they cannot pass up or not take advantage of any opportunity they get to win the game. And you know what? If they had stuck it in the end zone and won that game yesterday, I would just it would I would just feel so much better about things than I do right now, because the schedule is so treacherous and things can spin out of control. But they went into this off season and into camp knowing they had to improve this offensive line. They had to fix this offensive line. They went out. They threw money at it. They threw a premium draft pick at it. They made changes, and they were crossing their fingers. And last night and this morning, when their coaching staff got together, I guarantee you the first thing they said is, where are we going with this offensive line? If you're the general manager, you have to be thinking, is there anywhere, anywhere, and the odds are infinitesimally small that the answer is yes, infinitesimally small. You cannot find tackles anywhere. They are not available. Nobody has an excess of talent at the tackle spot unless you can just get outrageously lucky. So you're not going to, you know, in week two, go to someone's team and make a trade. Even if you're willing to give up a decent pick, you're not going to get somebody. The odds are so small of that. So you have to try and fix this problem from within. But I think, and I'm not scapegoating them here because they all were bad. I think... He, they have to try and go it without him. And let's see if that is the first step in getting this offensive line up to a level that allows this quarterback and the rest of this offense to thrive. Because that was not the case yesterday. Their offensive line was dreadful. Yes, there were other mistakes. Eli made mistakes. Guys had drops. There were, different, there were mistakes made, obviously, in special teams. We understand there were mistakes made by the coaching staff. We understand that's all going to happen. But the biggest issue right now, the one that has to be dealt with, is the offensive line. It is, it's a blaring red light. It will kill this season. They have to address it now. Back after this.